Hello, welcome back. This is the second episode of Dean Sparks. I'm really just going to kind of jump right into this. It's probably not going to be very long and it has been on my heart to share this um, or kind of share the concept of where this is and and I have been struggling about it um, the last couple of hours with this and questioning myself on it and you know I love how God works because he just was like it's not about me so it's about him so as I was praying about this and what I was supposed to share and how I was supposed to share it he um I feel like God gave me the song uh, God You Are by We Are Messengers if you haven't heard it, I do recommend listening to it. Um, it's just recently it has, it's one of many of the songs that have just really spoken to me. And it's just a reminder, of, literally, of who he is. And so originally I was just going to go through the lyrics, um, each little course and or verse and then chorus and bridge and everything and Really, I just want to kind of go through how the song jumped out at me. And again, you can go find the lyrics and listen to the song if you want. Um, but this is kind of what I felt like God was trying to show me and also wanting others to hear. So what I got, sorry, that was a long pause, um, just trying to wrap my brain still around some of this. It says that he called us and then we ran. And I feel like that happens a lot. He'll call us to do something and then we either don't feel equipped to do it or we don't want to do it. And so we don't. And so in my episode last uh, week, the first episode, I talked about how, you know, I struggled with getting this done and I had different excuses and distractions and I put those things in place. And it was because I didn't feel equipped to be able to do a podcast like this. And so I feel like he removed those things because... You know, he wanted me to do this. This is what he called me to do. And to reach others and to speak about what he's telling me and revealing to me. And and for me to do that, I had to get rid of that stuff. And I apparently continued to keep those things in my life. And he's like, enough's enough. And kind of removed a lot of those for me. And I'm thankful that he did that because, again, it just reminder of who he is and that he's called me and and you know he's always right there it doesn't matter how far we run or how many steps we take in the opposite direction of what he's called us to do the bible I don't know if if you grew up in church you know about Jonah and the whale and he was called to go minister to Nineveh and he ran in the 
entirely opposite direction, hopped a boat. Terrible storm. He's thrown overboard. If you don't know this story, sorry. Um, but he's swallowed by a big fish. Most people call it a whale. Um, depending on the translation of Bible, I think you get either or. But then he's in this, the belly of the fish for three days. And then he's spit up on shore in Nineveh, where he's supposed to be. And it just kind of reminded me that, you know, these the lyrics were just like, doesn't matter where you go, I'm still there. You're still called to do it. And so he's never left. And, you know, we might not always see what's going on and what he's called us to do. And we just know that we're supposed to do something. And we may not see the big picture. And we may not see where where it's going to go or where it may take us or who it may influence or touch or what lives may or may not be changed. But he does. He sees what we don't. And he's changing things, not only around us, but inside of us and through us for others. In the song, it also talks about our freedom from sin, which... For me, that's forgiveness. You know, we have freedom from that. Not not to be able to just go and do it anytime we want and say, oh no, we have freedom from it. But it's because he's forgiven us for what we've already done. If we ask, that's all we have to do. And then it, it talks about starting over. And that's something that I absolutely love because um, I've been divorced and I... I thought right away that once I was divorced, I would never preach or speak or, you know, do anything that had anything to do with my calling. And, I mean, he has absolutely given me a a new start in that. And so being able to work with our students again at my church and being able to start this podcast, which I only thought would come years from now, but he had other plans and he wanted it done. And I feel like I'm doing what he's called me to do now, but I have to see things from that, that viewpoint, that mindset of knowing who he is and, and where he has me is where I'm supposed to be. And I have to be open to things that I might not would have been open to previously in, in what he's done and what he's called us to do. In um, the forgiveness and those freedoms from sins, there's, there's hurt and pain that sometimes accompanies those. And it reminds us that they're dead and gone, that he has forgiven us from those. And when we start over and we're forgiven, that those hurt and pains can go away. And yes, we may carry a little bit with us, but it, for me, and what I've learned is I don't usually regret much of what I've done in my life. And I don't regret things that I've done a lot of times because it's either shown me who other people are, it's shown me who I am. And in all honesty, it's really shaped who I've become as a woman, as a mom, as a leader, um, it's just kind of created me. Um, everything that I've done is now something that I can talk about and I can share about because 
I'm healed from it and I have been forgiven. And it's something that is, I can't really explain a whole lot because there's not really a whole lot to explain. He's given me things that I can, I can speak about and I've gone through things that, well, may have been a test for me and is now a testimony to help others through. And I I know that's probably one of the most said things on stuff like that. When you go through something like that, a test becomes a testimony. But I feel like he he doesn't put us through stuff, but he allows stuff to happen. And he uses it for our good. And it says it in the Bible that, that he uses all things for our good. And so whatever we may go through, or and a lot of it we put ourselves through, and a lot of it we allow to happen to us, and a lot of things that are even not even in our control ends up forming us into who we are. And if we can heal from it, we can help others heal from the same thing. And so I love the fact that the things that I've gone through in my past are now things that I'm able to speak about to others. And it's just another reason of diving deeper into learning who he really is because he reveals stuff to me as I go through these things and as I learn from these things and as I start to heal from the things that I've gone through. It says that um, we were lost and now we're found and I love that because you know we we wander off he never left us and we're found because we finally turned around to him. And that's how I feel in that, um, like we stepped away and so we're found when we come back to him. And so, and as, as that, and when, as we come back to him and we're found, um, and we surrender our lives, it's, we then become his sons and daughters and being a son of God or a daughter of God means that we are royalty and our royal identity is to finally realize your royal identity is amazing. Um, having to come to that and out of the pauper mindset of I need to do things myself and realizing in the royal identity that as a royal, uh, which, you know, makes us prince and princesses, you know, those things are given to us by our father, by God. And so that is something that you know, we strive to make things better when we're not healed from things. We strive to, to do things, whereas when we are royal identity, we don't have to strive. We can live and thrive in what he's called us to do. Um, it's amazing that now, you know, being sons and daughters, that makes us heirs to what he has for us. And he has so much for us and, and wanting to give us and has already given um, that I hope that you know what all he has for you and what he's doing for you or has done for you. I mean, there's different things like something that I know that I have a purpose on this life or on this earth for and in my life is because I've been in a car accident where I've shown people pictures of it and they thought that the driver had died and I'm standing there with just a broken finger and a couple scrapes and bruises and scars from it. Um, But there's... So I know that I have reason on this earth. Like I know that 
there's something and I know that he has kept me from things and I know other and I know so many stories of things that of other people that he's kept them from from different things that are now their stories to tell and help people through and so that they realize that they have a purpose. And so we might not realize it that we, you know, may if we have a close call with different things in our lives, it's and but we make it through and we survive it no matter what it may be, it's because he's not done with us yet. And he has a plan for you because he is a good God. And just to know that and like listen to this the song is it's God's who you are. And it just talks about who he is, that he's given us these things, that you know, he's always right there, that he makes us feel seen and heard and he gives us these things and he's changing us and he's forgiving us from our sins and he's he's giving us opportunities to be able to start over and he's taking away the hurt and the pain in our lives and we're not lost anymore and that we become his sons and his daughters and we are royal now and and in our class we've we've really talked and even in our church we've talked about you know, the rise and fall of the kingdom or of how he has set it up. And it's a, it's a culture thing. And he's wanting the culture of heaven on earth. And that's what the Garden of Eden was with Adam and Eve. And then it goes into the fall where they ate the apple. And, you know, that culture was, you know, I was going to say dissected, but that's not really the word I was going for. It was cut. And severed, I guess that's the word I was looking for, was severed. Um, that it wasn't the same, right? Like, so, like, there was a, they were walking with God daily in a different type of communion than we've had. Or than was, than what happened after. But then when Jesus came down on the cross, came and died on the cross. He didn't come down on the cross, he was born. Um, but... When he came and he died on the cross, he was able to reset that to where now we're back at where we can commune with him like they did. We can have conversations with him and we can talk to him like Adam and Eve did in the garden. And so it's it's one of those things and it's he did that because of the cross and the tomb and he never quit. He never gave up on us. And that's something that a lot of people we give up on ourselves and people give up on us and we give up on people, but that's something that God never does. He never gives up on us. He never quits on us. He, I mean, God sent his, his son to die because he loved us so much and that's who he is. So there's, there can be complete restoration in whatever you've done or it doesn't matter anymore about what you've done if you ask he will give complete restoration to you this song is i mean i've listened to it multiple times before christmas and since christmas and a whole new mindset change with distractions and and excuses that have gone and have that one that he, i feel like he took out of my life and two that i've been able to finally relinquish to him and feel like I've surrendered all of that to him. 
I just feel like the song hit differently. You know how lyrics will just hit differently. And the song has just been so different. And I feel like he just wants to remind us of who he is. I mean, in scriptures, there's so many scriptures. And a couple of them talk about who Jesus is. Like John 14, 6 says that Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can enter or come to the Father except through him. And he's the Father and that God is the Father. It also says that Jesus is the word that became flesh and that he's the son of God and man. But some of my favorites are who God is. Revelation twenty two thirteen it says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's always there. He always has been and always will be. Exodus three fourteen it says, I am who I am. Whoever he has said he is in the scriptures, whoever he is, he is I am. And he is whatever he has said he is in the scriptures. I'm going to go through a couple more, and I don't have the references because some of them are, are, more, uh, are in there multiple times. But in other scriptures, it says that he is the spirit, the rock, eternal life, and light of salvation. My favorite one, and the one that is in multiple scriptures in the Bible, it's in there multiple times, is that God is love. God is love. And that has been something that has gotten me so much and gotten me through so much recently that I don't have words for it. That there are things that I have done that most people would think is unlovable. And there are things that maybe I have said or thought that really are unlovable. But God is love and he still loves me. And it doesn't matter what I do or say or think, but he still loves me. And he still loves you. One of my favorite names, I guess, or who God is, is Father. And it was hard to an extent to understand God as Father for me. Um, when I started at, <coughs> sorry, when I started at the church, I heard people calling him Papa, and I couldn't do that because I didn't fully know him as Father. And in scriptures, it says that, you know, that he provides, you know, as a father. And, and like, I knew, like, how my dad provided, and he was a good dad, and he, um, he provided financially for the family, um, usually spiritually. We, we were at church. He was a board member most of my life that I can recall. Um, we were always there. We would do family devotions from time to time together and he would lead and, and pray. And anytime my parents prayed, I always remember my dad leading and my mom, I could still hear her praying, but mostly dad led. So I was able to understand, you know, that kind of father, 
But there were things that may have been said or done that hurt because he's human. And I know that there are fathers out there that I know people cannot talk to their fathers and they can't stand their fathers and they don't want their fathers in their lives. And I feel like it would be even harder to understand God as father that way. And that's where healing comes in and and understanding that in scriptures it says that how can we not know that he's a good father because even humans who give good gifts, he gives even better. Right? And that's not a full quote and where it's at. I'm can't recall. I'm sure I can later, but I didn't think to look that one up at the time of writing this, but he, like for those that have had a good father or a good stepfather or a good, even maybe a spiritual father, God provides and loves more than that. And to know that he's providing for me, even when I don't see it because I'm trying to do it on my own because I didn't always give it to him and I've struggled. That's when during the last few weeks that he has really shown himself of who he is. And I know who he is now and I know who God is and he's there and he's called me and he's always there and he's become a father because we're his son and his daughter and we're royalty. I feel like God wants you to know who you are as a son or daughter, but also whose you are because he is your father. And he wants you to know who he is as father, provider, protector, all of the other names that he is. Because he is here. He he does not quit on us. He never has, never will. And he's here to provide restoration for you. Because he loves you. That's really all I had for this episode. Um, Just remember that he loves you. He is a loving father to you, and you can go to him with everything that you need. If you have questions or concerns or need prayer, please feel free to reach out. I'm always here. I will have um, my email um, posted however I can. I haven't figured that out with um, podcasts, but I will get that out to y'all. But please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or need prayer because that's what that's what I feel like this podcast is for. So I hope that everyone has a great week. Um, if you are listening to this the week after this is posted or even whenever it's cold again, it's getting into the 30s here in South Texas. And so stay warm. Continue to know that he loves you and that I love y'all. 
I will be back next week with a new episode. I don't fully know what this one is going to be yet. So things changed in what I feel like he was telling me to do. So I will talk with y'all next week. Love y'all.